Say what? Make some noise! So this is Roger Ebert's review of Scream. Three stars. Yeah. I thought I'd get Good more. Good or bad? Out of five or out of ten? I would assume five. Out five. They do five. It's always five, isn't it? Yes. Right. I would assume five. Yeah, five stars. Yeah, it's not bad. Three. Okay. So, Wes Craven's scream violates one of the oldest rules in movie history. It's about characters who go to the movies. They've even heard of movie stars. They refer by name to Tom Cruise, Richard Gere and Jamie Lee Curtis. They analyse motivations. Did Norman Bates have a motive? Did Hannibal Lecter have a reason for wanting to eat people? True, they went to the movies in The Last Picture Show and the heroes of Clerks worked in a video store. Even Bonnie and Clyde went to the movies. But those movies were about the act of going to the movies. Scream is about knowledge of the movies. The characters in Scream are in a horror film, and because they've seen so many horror films, they know what to do, and not what to do, and what not to do. Yeah, that's what I said, isn't it? <laughs> what not to do. Okay. And not what to do. Too much Dr. Hot smoking steam today. Josh. Don't, <laughs> don't say, I'll be right back, one of the kids advises a friend, because whenever anybody says they'll be right back... He's never right back. Mm -hmm. In a way, this movie was inevitable. A lot of modern film criticisms involves deconstruction of movie plots. Deconstruction is an academic word. It means saying that everybody knows about the movies in words nobody can understand. Scream is self-deconstructing. It's like one of those cans that heats its own soup. That I did not know existed. I was just about to ask. Where the fuck do I get a can of soup that heats it? That would be handy going to work at lunchtime. I mean, I'd kill a good five minutes of my lunch just going into the canteen to heat up my soup. I mean, technically, if you put it beside the fire, it's heating its own soup. Like, is it? Is it just that Where you the fuck are you going to have a fire? This is like on-the-go heating your own soup in a can thing. Oh. Can't be the fire. Don't know. Hold on, I'm Googling this. Soup. Soup, 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 soup. Cans. Can yeah, come on in. And this is number one. First interruption. That heat themselves. You can talk, it's all right. Did you know, Riley, yeah. that there was self-heating cans of soup in the 1940s? Why, why aren't they around? Oh, was that for the World War? Maybe. Why aren't the they soup was anymore? ready in four minutes because of a heating element which ran through the center of the can. It was lit by a fuse. So you'd need fire. Oh, and it'll be handy in World War II because if you didn't have a grenade, you could just light your can of soup and go running at the end and be going, oh, I'm going to kill you. And then the soup would just explode and scald them. <laughs> oh, and Dad, Dad, I, I actually have to tell you something. Tell me something. Um, Out loud. Say it again. If, if you were... Um, say it. Um, if, you, if you ate yourself, <laughs> would you get two times bigger or would you just disappear? I have no idea about that. I think you turn into that thing that we saw on um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force last night. Where your man's butt at himself yeah. and nothing but a butthole left there. Yeah. Or Google it all. Oh, no, Google wouldn't know. Take your food and get <laughs> no. out of the kitchen. Off pop. With Alexa. No, the, do, do not, not ask, ask Alexa. Alexa. No. Do not burden Alexa with that question. Alexa was short circuits. It's cool. <laughs> Oh Christ. Ouch. Oh my God. I'm drunk of that. 
the door. So I did just think that it would be a good marketing thing for us. Mm. We bring back the self-heating soup. Mm. It's alive, alive soup. <laughs> it brings itself back to life with the heat. Okay. Put Frankenstein on the front and when it's heating up, the two bowls can start glowing. <laughs> See, I'd be kind of disappointed when I open the soup if there's nothing alive in it. I don't think I'd be buying a live alive soup. It could be this. special, like Asian kind of soup, where something could be alive inside there. <laughs> What's gonna survive in a can? Fucking squid hand just pops Ooh. out when you open the top. No, thank you. Okay, instead of leaving it to the audience to anticipate the horror cliches, the characters talk about them openly. Horror movies are always about some big-breasted blonde who runs upstairs so the slasher can cor- slasher can corner her. Says a character in Scream. I hate it when characters are that stupid. The movie begins, of course, with a young woman, Drew Barrymore, at home alone. She gets a threatening phone call from an evil, apparently Jack Nicholson sounded like. Fuck it, Roger, man, have you st- you need to watch more Jack Nicholson movies because he sounds nothing like Jack Nicholson. <laughs> she is standing in front of patio doors with the dark night outside. She goes into a kitchen where there are lots of big knives around. You know the drill. I can hear it on Here's Johnny. Here's Johnny. I can hear it there. What's your favourite scary movie? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I suppose. Okay, I'm sorry, Roger. I take it back. <laughs> Later, we meet another young woman, played by Nev Campbell. Her father has left for the weekend. Her mother was murdered. Why exactly a year ago tomorrow? Her boyfriend climbs in through the window. At high school, rumours of a cult, of cult killing circulate. The killers wear spooky Halloween costumes and named Father Death. There are more phone calls, more attacks. The suspect includes the boyfriend, the father, and a lot of other people. A nice touch, the high school principal. The Fonz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All of that is the plot. Scream is not about the plot. It is about itself. In other words, it is about characters who know they are in a plot. These characters read Fangoria magazines. They even use movie-style dialogue. I was attacked and nearly fillet- filleted last night. Is it filleted or filleted? Isn't that what I was Americans just say? wondering. Filleted. Oh, I just filleted. think it's filleted. Yeah. But they go in and ask for a chicken filleted <laughs> roll when they're hungover. It makes over. me <laughs> feel a tiny bit uncomfortable when they say that because I just think of, you know, like flaying, like taking people's skin. Yeah. The heroine has been rejecting her boyfriend's advanta- advances and just as well. As, her, as another character points out, virgins are never victims in horror films. Only bad boys and girls get slashed to pieces. Realising they're in the midst of a slasher plot, the characters talk about who could play them. I see myself as sort of a young Meg Ryan, but with my luck, I'll get Tory Spelling. The movie itself, for all of its ironic jokes, also functions as a horror film, a bloody and gruesome one, who uses as many cliches as it mocks. One old standby is the scene where someone unexpectedly enters the frame, frightening the heroine, while a sinister musical chord pounds on the soundtrack. Ooh, like Nosferatu was the first probable. I've never seen it. Say. No, it's no really... they're remaking it though. Where see the original first, it's very good. Uh, well, this one's coming out, I think, next year, maybe. Okay. I'm not too sure. I only saw it about lately. I can review that. Uh, I love these scenes because A, the chord carries a message of danger, but B, of course, the unexpected new person is always a harmless friend. And C, although we can't see the newcomer, be- see the newcomer because of the framing is so tight, in the real world, a frightened person would, of course, be able to see the newcomer all the time. Well, that's true. 
Say that again? I think what I read that terribly, but I think what he was trying to say is like, you know, for us, the person is coming out of nowhere. But clearly in real life, you would see this person walking up to you from a long distance away. Unless they were coming from around the corner. Sometimes they come from around the corner and shit, but I mean. Yeah. yeah. Like if it's, if, if they're jumping out at you, you didn't see them coming. The point of a jump scare, I suppose. Yeah. The movie is also knowledgeable about the way TV reporters are portrayed in horror films. The reporter this time, played by Courtney Cox of Friends, asks wonderful questions such as, how does it feel to almost be the victim of a slasher? Savvy as she is, she nevertheless suggests to a local deputy that they shouldn't drive to an isolated rural setting when it's a nice night to walk down a deserted country road in the dark while a slasher is loose. It wouldn't be a slasher movie if it didn't have those stupid kind of things in it. Yeah. I mean, half the point of watching a slasher film is screaming at the TV saying, go the other way, you dumb bitch. (laughs) I would have done this differently. I would have done that differently. Everybody knows how to survive a slasher movie, but then you got to stop and realize it would be no fun to watch a movie where these people are making the right decisions. That's true. There'd be no movie. Yep. Essentially. What did I think about this movie as a film critic? I liked it. I liked the in-jokes and the self-aware characters. At the same time, I was aware of the incredible level of gore in this film. It is really violent. Is it? Is it really? I mean, it's violent. It's when... Maybe it's just, I don't know. I don't think it's See, the most violent thing like I've ever a, seen. Yeah, like I think it's, it's I, you don't look away from that movie. Like but again, this I think this review is actually written back when the movie was released. So we're talking uh, 1996, uh, yeah. where I suppose when you look at it, it would have been a fairly violent movie. I mean, I was doing a bit today for our other podcast, Behind the Masks, and it was kind of going through all of Wes Craven's movies, one by one by one by one, and you get to Scream 4, which was his last one, yeah. and they talk about how like that was noticeably his goriest movie. Well, you I know? just want to point out that Freddy's a lot gorier, I find. I know it's a different kind of gore, really? but it's... Uh, but you have to remember, he only had anything to do with one... Tree and New Nightmare. Maybe one, two, three and New Nightmare. No, I think it was one, three and New Nightmare. He's only done three of the Freddy movies. Okay, fair enough. And, yeah, well, in your, I suppose New Nightmare was pretty gory. Yeah, well, didn't you know, he it rips out all the muscles right? and he walks it, or, you know, walks no, off the thing. Yeah, that was like fucking that. cool, like the, the puppet mm. thing. I love that. There is a lot That's of That's probably my favourite Freddy movie. That or New Nightmare. I really enjoyed that when I watched it lately. I like the, um, the, 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 the Dream Warriors one. Yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the tree. Three. Is the violence diffused by the ironic way the film uses it and comments on it? For me, it was. For some viewers, it will not be, and they will be horrified. Which category do you fall in? Here's an easy test. When I mentioned Fangoria, did you know what, it, what I was talking about? I guess what he's saying there, if you're a slasher fan, you're going to love this fucking shit. Oh, yeah. And for me, I mean, Scream definitely holds a special place in my heart. That was my first big boy horror film. <laughs> Do you know that? Yeah. But I saw it quite young. But it was my first. I suppose I was in my teens. Yeah? Definitely all the future. I, I think the first three movies were out by the time I'd seen it. We were not big horror fans when we were like kids. We were kind of driven into us that we'd be terrified of them. Like my parents kind of convinced us that we were terrified oh, of yeah, these yeah, kind yeah. of movies. Yeah. To the point where David would be another... He probably wouldn't have seen those movies closer until he was actually 18. Oh, wow. Oh, he would have just avoided them and stayed away from them. 
I remember like fucking being nervous going to watch Scream because I thought that this thing was going to scare me and afterwards I was like that was fucking awesome give me more see serial killers I've said this before they don't they don't play in my mind like it's not that I wouldn't be scared of one but oh, they don't real life ones I'm do I don't like the, the stories but I, I read the real life ones and they'll freak me out and not freak me out enough to put, put, not have me sleep but you see how many times I check the doors before I go to sleep oh yeah, yeah. Do you know, have I, like you said halfway up the stairs you'd be like oh, many a I'm times I'm sure I've already checked it five times but Many times, because again of my smoking steam name, <laughs> I went from the front door to the back door, back to the front door, back to the back door, forgetting if I had checked which one, which ones I had checked to, to nah. see if they were locked, and then the windows, and then especially when you're not here and I'm here on my own, I'll, I'll search the house. When I come home, like first thing I'll do is I will go through every room. Make sure there's nobody here. I will check everywhere that there is a, a, like enough space to hide. Like So under beds, in, in wardrobes, everything. I will have a good look around because I know I'm not leaving the house for the next few days. I'm chilling here. I bought supplies. I am not planning to leave. So I know once I'm here and I have searched, there are no one here and I am safe for a few days. I don't have to search again. No, that you told me that next time away, I'm going to have a look at the cameras to see you like rolling around. The house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I come in full camouflage, full camouflage, and not, 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 not like the out, not like the, not like outside camouflage. I mean, I get ones to match our tiles, the tiles. And, <laughs> and painted, and I slowly make my way around the house. Oh my god. And when I do find an intruder, you won't be laughing anymore. You'll be saying, well done. Will, that was a good idea. It'll look like there's parts of my floor running around like a <laughs> No, it'll look like part of your floor has, your, has a robber and a fucking chokehold on the floor. And I'll be like, call the police. <laughs> so when your floor tells you to call the police, please call the police. I think that has potential to go viral. What the 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 chokeholding floor, the security floor? Oh, <laughs> yeah. patting that Marky too. Does. We're yeah. coming back with heating can, uh, heating self heating soup cans and security floors. Productive <laughs> fifteen minutes. And that's what I took from Roger Ebert's review of Scream. <laughs>